And welcome to Shogo's podcast. So, today, guys, this is kind of like, again, the another omake talk of a Kyoto Hidden Gem series where I talk about the,、uh, what should I say, behind the scenes kind of thing, how, it,、uh, how the things that we couldn't express in the video. I want to, to tell you a little bit more about the Kudo experience that、uh, we went to. So, I need to really apologize to the people who we're working with because of the timing we went to、um, the Kudo experience. And there's actually one more place that we haven't been able to edit yet. We went in. February actually. So it's a really, really long time ago, and finally we were able to make the video. It took so much time. But, anyways, I wanted to tell you a little bit more、um, about the, the place, the facility, the,、uh, the sensei that taught us keto and such. So,、uh, first of all, I do want to say that、uh, the sensei there, to be really, really honest with you guys, I mean, this podcast channel,、uh, I made this, I can talk about honest things. But、uh, to be really honest, when we got there, you saw the place right in the video. <laughs>、um, it's、uh, definitely very, very far away from a hygienic, hygienic place.、Um, literally, there are、uh, Uh, what should I say? Everything everywhere, and、uh, it's not a very clean place. So,、um, to be honest, it was one of the most scariest、uh, video filmings we've ever done before going in. Before going in, it was really scary. We were like, are you, are you sure this is the right place? Kind of thing, you know? And、uh, I was a little bit afraid that the,、um, the sensei there、uh, might be a. To, to be really straightforward, I thought he might be a, a strange person, you know? But no, he was just simply an artist. You know, he's,、uh, he makes Architects, you know, he's a he's an architect, yeah, architect. He makes buildings, yeah. So, I guess as an artist, he's not really good at cleaning up, you know, keeping his place tidy, I guess. So, that was、uh, completely my misunderstanding. He was a great sensei.、Um, the way he taught was the typical, what should I say, a little bit strict, but, but kind kind of、uh, sensei. You know, in, in that generation, is that it's the way, you know, even for beginners, they tend to be a little bit strict. It's the same for、um, the Koto Japanese harp experience that Kazu and Tomoko is taking part in.、Um, they tend to be, senseis in that generation tend to be a little bit strict, you know, it's、uh, just, just the way that they were taught. Yeah. But、um, otherwise,、uh, he was a really, really kind person. He taught us about all the logics behind Kudo. And he even you know, took us around the building and explained to us. <laughs> that's my daughter, by the way, downstairs.、Uh, he took, around,、uh, took a tour around the house and、uh, taught us about all the,、uh, the special should I say, rooms he made inside the building and all of his memories of working you know, and building,、uh, building houses and stuff. And that was really, really interesting. That, Um, to be honest, we were saying within our team that I think the Kudo facility is one of the,、uh, the best hidden gems that we've ever found before. <laughs>、yeah. So it was an actual hidden gem. Well, you know, the, all of the other places are wonderful, they're great, but sometimes are they actually a hidden gem? They are definitely a gem, but are they hidden? It might be a no sometimes. you know. They, they might be a little bit already well known or popular. So, But, anyways,、um, the Kyoto place was definitely the best hidden gem ever. However,、um, I guess if there is one thing that I need to warn you if you're interested in going to the,、uh, the Karakuri Kyudojo,、um, Again, it's not a very clean place. And、uh, one really funny experience that I wanted to share with you this podcast I am not angry. I'm not,、um, what should I say? 
Uh, I don't take this really as a big problem to be honest, but it was really funny. You, you saw the uh, the old doggy there, right? Yeah, the big uh, the big old dog. Um, he is he, he. I think he was like I don't know, thirteen years old. Were you saying fourteen years old? So he was really really old. But um, he um, the sensei was saying that he goes around and uh, pees everywhere randomly. <laughs> And uh, we found out later that the doggy there had had been peeing on our bags that we left uh, around the uh, the front uh, entrance. So I had to actually um, wash my whole bag. Actually, after going home from video filming, uh, my bag was completely covered with uh, the pee that the dog there did. You know, I uh, I don't have any pets. Um, I think I explained before that I have a trauma. As a child growing up, there was this big dog that just uh, got on top of me when I was, I think it was in uh, a few first few years of elementary school, and I had a kind of like a trauma towards big dog. Well, just even even small dogs too, but but um, I don't, what should I say, hate them or anything. Especially you know, um, I, I think I got really used to dogs ever since I um, got married with Harumi, and Harumi has two dogs back at her hometown, uh, home home in Fukuoka, right? So. I got used to it, and I'm not angry at all. But uh, it was something that uh, at a what should I say a regular facility? I don't like using the word regular, but uh, normally at a Kyoto Hidden Gems video filming, that is not something that I would have experienced getting my uh, bag uh, covered with uh, dog pee. So <laughs> that was, I guess, a really uh, fun experience. And uh, if you are actually interested in going to the um, the Kyoto experience, I would definitely say that, um, what should I say? If you're not really um, comfortable with uh, such an environment, um, it's uh, it might be a little bit difficult for you to go. <laughs> but otherwise, um, to be honest, I mean, Kyoto, among all the facilities in Kyoto, I think the Karakuri Kyu Dojo is probably the best place for for anyone, for even for beginners to um, challenge themselves or test out, you know, Kyudo Japanese archery. So even if you're not like willing to like train full full time or stuff like that, if you just if you for example do art different kinds of archery and if you want to try out what Japanese Kyudo is like, the place is wonderful. And especially the best part is that um, we as we showed in the video, he. Has accepted a lot of people from overseas as well. I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful because there are quite a lot of you know um, instructors in Budo martial arts and Japanese traditional culture that don't accept people from overseas, um, and that's because they don't speak any English and they're and they're scared. They're scared that even if these kind of students come, they won't be able to provide um, a good education, you know. And my, my, what should I say, my claim is, or my, uh, what should I say, what I would think immediately after hearing this is that, why don't you study English so that you can talk with them? You know, why don't you advance your skills a little bit more? Why do you just, why do you just give up, you know, without challenging anything? Uh, that's the part I personally don't understand. But anyways, he won't be, uh, probably be speaking any perfect English or anything. But one thing for sure is that he will be accepting anyone of all ages, of all nationalities and such. So I really hope if you have a chance to come to Kyoto, um, you can come to the, the Kyoto place. But please be careful. Don't leave your bags on the floor. 
So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese willing to come to Japan to travel, study or work, or even train in a traditional culture and such, such as Kudo. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life to try to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and help out the younger generations so they can have a brighter future. And to do that, the nearest goal I have right now is to achieve 2 million subscribers by January 2023 on my main channel, so all your likes and comments will help to boost my videos to new viewers that have never seen my channel before, so it'd be great if you can help me out. I really, really need your help. We only have less than half an ear now, and to be honest, we are very, very far away from um, 2 million subscribers at this point, so we are going to be um, challenging new things, definitely um, working even harder and such so we can achieve our goal um, and I really need your help for, for um, to do this. Um, I really think that YouTube is going to be um, a super important platform for us for any other um, businesses or challenges we're going to be doing in the future. So yeah, we're going to be doing this seriously as we take on the other challenges at the same time. So I hope you can uh, look forward to our future information. We'll definitely keep you guys updated. Okay, thank you so much for listening guys. Thank you so much. Bye bye.